It's another week and another episode of the Granny Panty Podcast. I'm your host, Ruby Lynn. If you'd like to follow me, you can go to rubylynn.com. That's R-U-B-Y-L-Y-N-N-E.com or rubylynnlinks.com where you can find everything Ruby. If you want to follow the podcast, definitely go to thegrannypantypodcast.com where it'll take you to YouTube uh, Spotify podcast. We are everywhere that you listen to podcasts. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button. This week's guest, I have had the pleasure of working with. I have worked with their firm on logo and branding in the past. She's just an amazing person whose focus is really combining marketing, her experience in sex work, and social justice and advocacy for sex workers and those in the adult industry. So I can't wait to hear her story. Help me welcome Carly David with PS Group. Carly, I am so excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to actually sit down face to face or screen to screen (laughs) and hear your story. I got your bio and I read it. And my first thought was like, I have so many questions. (laughs) I have questions. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, did that really happen? Right. So I'm really glad that we could do this. Well, thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute pleasure believe that I first met you about, I want to say almost two years ago. I I think it was fall of 2021 because I reached out to you. I saw you were doing logos. Yes. Yes. And you did my Ruby Lynn logo, (laughs) which of course I've changed since then. I mean, I feel like I should have a logo update every year. I know. I mean, it's sort of like I end up rebranding or refreshing our brand for our website literally every year. And I'm like, that really is not good. Um, (laughs) Like, let's try for some consistency, Carly. But I feel like in this day and age, we're all evolving at such a rapid rate that our aesthetic, you know, reflects that. Right, right. And I know for me, like my brand you know, I've really ebbed and, you know, flowed to finally find my niche or my brand that I'm solid in. So <laughs> it's hard. And I mean, as we evolve as women, as humans, as sex workers, as professionals, it just, it does go at a much quicker rate than, uh, yes. than one would anticipate. So, well, hopefully let us know if you want to refresh that with a little facelift. There you go. There you go. So I want to hear the evolution of Carly and how you got to, you know, founding We Are PS Group. And so one of the things I read that I made a note of, and let me um, pop over here and find it. It said, where was it? Anyway, it said that you, with experience or your business in media, marketing, and social justice. And I loved that quote off your bio. Thank you. Yeah. So, I, uh, 
I I was a English and human rights major in college. And I mean, mm-hmm. like, come on, how well has that served me in applicable <laughs> ways? I mean, I, right. I learned my social security number in college and that's about it. But for what it's worth, uh, I've always had this very strong response and engagement mm-hmm. with social impact, social justice. Uh, I've been through a lot in my life and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had the great fortune of growing up very privileged in a lot of ways, but privilege mm-hmm. is not synonymous with easy or right. like a wonderful childhood. So I think it's always been like, I don't want people to have to go through what I've gone through in my life. And so Mm -hmm. I fight really hard to make sure that everyone is given equal opportunities and that people feel love and support and compassion and and chance and hope in their lives. So that's That's a very lofty, you know, I mean, when I was in high school, I was, you know, part of Amnesty and doing letter campaigns and all of that. And uh, I also, my first career was in entertainment. So I feel like now it's sort of come full circle. And gotcha. I'm in a place where, you know, I'm in a community and an industry I really feel very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always say that... I was not a privileged person who turned to sex work. I'm a sex worker mm-hmm. who just happened to be raised privileged. You know, I gotcha. feel, I feel that there's something in our DNA and in our being that we are either drawn to this through necessity or through desire or curiosity, but mm-hmm. it's something that's sort of in our constitution. Right. I, you know, and there are a lot of survival sex workers, which I think a whole different, you know, um, discussion, but yes, absolutely. I know for me, I was always drawn to the naughty porn world or the sexy stuff. Right. 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 And I think not any of us can speak for all of us, but there are commonalities throughout whether you are doing it as a survival necessity or Mm -hmm. doing it as you know a side hustle or it's a full-time business Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. there is something that we're drawn to this in some way i guess so tell me how did you enter the sex worker world what was your experience and how did that evolve wow yeah that's that's kind of a crazy story, and I don't talk about it much. But uh, I had known sex workers throughout my entire adult life. I think my very first threesome in college was with a woman who ended up being a sex worker. And I was just so curious about everything, and I considered it at that time. Uh, obviously, this is going way back, and a proud owner of the granny panty. Uh, but I mean, it was a very different landscape in 2000, you know? And so I just kept meeting women who were in some way involved in this industry. And Mm -hmm. eventually it was a case where 
I was having a sort of tort affair with this guy and we decided that we wanted to try a threesome. And I said, well, the path with the least amount of potential for drama and resistance is going to be just to hire someone. So I right. have this as the client. And eventually I connected with a number of uh, full service providers at that time. And I was just like, hey, maybe I should do this. Yeah. And I had a full career in, uh, in ad agencies. And I just, it sort of just organically evolved from there. Uh, mm -hmm. I did a duo with a woman that I knew. And I was like, oh, I'll just do that every once in a while. Like, you know, <laughs> just for fun. And the next day she calls me and says, I, uh, I have a client I can't see. Would you like to see it? And I was like, okay, bring it on. <laughs> that was the start of the rest of my life. That is awesome. Yeah. And I did retire many years ago. And then uh, I moved down. I was living in New York City and I now live in Mexico. And when I moved down here, it was just, it just sort of happened it just seemed that there really was a gap in the industry yeah. where there was not only an opportunity, but a great need for mm -hmm. marketing solutions. And it didn't start out intentional. I shouldn't say that, but it did not start out intentionally to become what it has become. But over, over the years, it just sort of, you know, I was getting more work than I could handle on my own and it felt it felt like a shame to just, you know, have to turn people down. So I started hiring people to support the services. And now it's a 22, 23 person agency. We just uh, added a team member from our sixth country in Australia. Wow. And <clears throat> so, yeah, we are 23 strong. And the vast majority of us are either current or retired sex workers. That's awesome. Well, and I like that because you've been in the trenches. You know what people are going through or and I think it also helps you to come up with solutions Very for much. that population because you've been there. Exactly. You've been there. Also just the the wide variety of breadth of individuals mm -hmm. we've had the good fortune to work with over these, you know, I guess we're about five years old now, but really, really like in this incarnation, like two, three. Mm -hmm. uh, but the people we've had the opportunity to collaborate with, I seriously feel like I have learned much more from working with them than mm -hmm. I did from my own personal experience. Like my personal experience, my brand was a hot mess. Do not do what I did. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, did you work both jobs or did you work still in advertising the whole time that you were a full service sex worker? I did, which I'm sure my former bosses will be thrilled to hear now. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I left the rat race and I'm coming back on my own terms. So it, I mean, I don't think. I mean, there's definitely a massive learning curve for anyone mm -hmm. who would be coming into this roller, you know, uh, solutions uh, mm -hmm. service capacity. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but if you haven't been there, it's very difficult to convey the nuances, the complexities. Right. Uh, it's very difficult to explain the community element and mm-hmm. why it is so special. Like there is something very, very unicorn-esque about our community that mm-hmm. it's hard to put your finger on. It really yeah. is. But there's something very, very amazing and community focused and supportive and non-judgmental mm-hmm. and all of that. I feel like it almost culminates in something that is more pure and wholesome than what we are labeled as. Right, right, right. Which is the great irony, of course. Yeah, for sure. So tell me about your vision and when you started thinking about serving the adult industry or, you know, adult world. And then also, did that coincide with leaving New York and going to Mexico? How did you make that decision? I mean, I'm going to like just assume you wanted out of the rat race, but maybe not. So tell us how that went hand in hand. Well, New York was, I had lived and worked there for 20 years nonstop. Like every single semester I went to college in New York City, every summer, day after uh, the semester ended, I was at an internship. The day that the internship ended, I was back in class and it sort of just stayed that way. So I was like so burnt out. Mm-hmm. 20 years of grinding. And wow. my last job, I was like doing an all nighter once a week on average mm. and not a single acknowledgement. You know, it was very toxic, exploitive environment. And Mm -hmm. that contract ended the same week that I had a lease go up on an apartment and a serious relationship break up. So I was like, oh, I can't swear. But I was like, F this stuff. Oh, you can say, you can swear, you can swear. I was like, (laughs) I'm out of here. And I moved out to Mexico. I lived here for like a year, a few years before. Uh, It's it's just, it's just a wonderful country, I feel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a place where I could go and like, just breathe. Right. And so I taught myself how to make websites. And uh, because it was just sort of out of necessity, I the first mm-hmm. incarnation of PS Group, there was a partner, we had different services, and the marketing sort of evolved. When okay. that didn't work out, we went our separate ways. <laughs> I just sort of doubled down on the marketing. And then mm-hmm. over time, as we worked with more and more clients, I was like, well, there are all these other areas mm-hmm. of marketing that are not being supported as, you know, as much as they should be, as much as people okay. want them and need them to be. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that we have limited access to mainstream resources and tools, right? it's kind of like, I mean, I can't go to Ogilvy and say, hey, can you build me a, a whole site? Like, it just doesn't work right. like that. So we started adding more services. And then I was like, well, what's going to make this a real traditional structured ad agency mm-hmm. is bringing in other people who are specialists. And 
So, I mean, I'm blown away. I, who decided to put me in charge? We don't know. But who <laughs> thought that was a good idea? Uh, but we have like some of the most amazing team members. Every single one is so talented in what they do. And, you know, clients, I always say that it is amazing to be recognized for our work. It is more amazing when our clients are recognized for theirs. Got you. Okay. Okay. I love that, that you, you know, and that's so true in entrepreneurship or owning your own business is figuring out what you don't know or what you're not good at. And then hiring that knowledge. And I personally am learning that now. I recently just hired an assistant and I had done everything. And, it, you know, it's it's hard to, in one, to give up that control, but also like you need the help. So, yeah, I mean, I have a tattoo here that says let go and it's short for let go or be dragged because like it's a runaway train at this point. It's the most wonderful runaway train, but it's just sort of like gotta go with it. Like it's already left the station. <laughs> I love that. So tell us more about PS group and what you do. And then how did you find these experts that you've brought in? Yeah. I mean, okay. So PS group is, we are as of right now, all creative agencies. So we do design, we do websites, mm -hmm. We do Reddit marketing and Discord builds. We offer video editing. We have very, uh, uh, very extensive branding and strategy services. Mm -hmm. What else do we do? <clears throat> Copywriting, search engine optimization, email marketing. So basically everything that you can think of except for Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We don't do that right now. Right. But everything else that you might need to support your marketing efforts. Wow. We work on, you know, everything is per project. We're not only fans managers taking a percentage of your earnings. We uh -huh. are a marketing agency. And uh, wow. how did I find the people? It has been a very organic process as with everything else with PS Group. Some people, uh, I reached out to them after, mm -hmm. you know, either having a mutual or seeing <clears throat> some of their contributions to the community. Uh, uh -huh. Some of them have come to us <laughs> and have applied for roles. And then uh -huh. some of them have just sort of happened. Like, <laughs> just showed up. Huh? <laughs> referrals, yeah, like networking and all of that. I love it. Some of them are former, actually still existing clients. Some mm -hmm. of our clients have come on board to offer their own services, <laughs> like Suki Jade, who does Reddit. Uh, yes. Brooke Nichols, who does, uh, sorry, brand strategy. And uh, it's always so wonderful when you get to yeah. expand that relationship and see them influencing their clients' future businesses. I love that. And you, and I mean, uh, PS Group is really like a one-stop shop for somebody that's like, okay, this year or I'm, you know, I want to blow up my brand. 
they literally could just contact you. You can do the website. It's not, you know, all of it. SEO. Yes. yes. Brand. We're hoping in uh, 2024. Uh, I probably shouldn't say this because it's so like in early stages, but I would love to offer a media division, be able to do like billboards and out of. Oh, gotcha. I mean, utilizing <clears throat> all those marketing channels that mainstream uses and is very commonplace there. There are ways to do it. We're not yeah. completely limited as much as we <laughs> say we are. I mean, let's be honest. Yes, we have like severe right. limitations. But if we just start thinking like outside the box and like guerrilla marketing or, you know, out of home advertising or whatever else, I mean, it's like there's so many opportunities out there. We just have to be creative about it. Yes, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's just like using chat GPT. You put in you put in that you're a massage therapist, not right. not an OnlyFans model, and then it'll give you. You know, I read that recently. So, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I mean, so you have to spin it a little different. Exactly, and I mean, to be honest, like we use a lot of softwares that they are aware of the nature of our clients' businesses, and they're great about it. Like our SEO software we use, uh, our project management software. We've done demos with the companies. They're like, we love what you're doing. <laughs> So, They're like, we'll take your money. Sure. Seriously, our SEO software, I thought they were going to ban us because she was like stalking me. And I said, okay, fine. I will do a demo. And I was all prepared, bracing, bracing myself for being <laughs> shut down. She's like, yeah. I love what you're doing. Tell me more. And she checks in every three months, make sure we're happy with it. So I think the more sophisticated we right. get in terms of expanding <clears throat> what we, what is at our disposal, you know, right. The more sophisticated we awesome. get, the more we get to educate and inform others about the real yeah. nature of our industry and that sex work is work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> oh my God. It's so much work. It is so much work. Like there is no nine to five in adults. Oh no. No, no, it's not. I, I'm pretty much a 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. person, but. But you know what? We're doing it on our terms and we get paid that's right. for not going to a cubicle every day, not yep. having to live by someone else's rules. And w this is our job. It's not yeah. always going to be, you know, <laughs> China puppies, but, right. you know, it's, it's a really good job. It is. I'm living my dream. I'm, I got no complaints. Yeah, exactly. Tell me what does PS stand for in the PS group? Is there, is that a hidden little? Okay. So it started out being an homage to the old partner's original business, but then it became absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing we're like okay what can we make this stand for and we thought about everything and then we're like oh it's like ps like postscript and as it's grown and we've gotten more involved in advocacy and education it's sort of for me is almost like we're ps we're the afterthought to society 
we are the postscript. We are the subculture. But you know what? We're a group. And so PS Brew mm-hmm. sort of, I feel, speaks to the sense that we're the secret weapon to society, <laughs> but we're yeah. the secret weapon to someone's professional business. But, you know, we're not the main. We're backstage helping you. We're supporting you. Yes. I love that. I love it. Speak to us about your advocacy and what you have, what projects you have going on um, any, and what you might have coming up in that. Yeah. So I try to get as involved as possible. And uh, uh, I mean, a big one that has really uh, been very important in the past year for us is education and accessible education <clears throat> to the community. So we have, which I think was one of the ways that we reconnected after your logo was through one of our webinars. Webinars. I love your webinars. I try to come every time you have one. Thank you so much. Yeah. They, uh, there's so much fun and they're so fulfilling when you, when you get feedback and people are asking questions and you see that it's, it's really having a positive impact on businesses because I mean, a company like ours, like we aren't as affordable for everyone, but Mm -hmm. that does not mean that you shouldn't have open access to that information and that knowledge and that education. (laughs) So we try to do these webinars once a month, but we love having guest speakers come in where they're entirely free and we make them available on our website afterwards. That's awesome. Team members will do webinars. So that's been really wonderful in terms of like uh, giving back, pay it forward. Uh, yeah. Active members of Free Speech Coalition. Uh, we just signed on to be sponsors of Pineapple Support. Uh, I Amazing. Speak regularly with the lobbyist who is working on the decriminalization mm. bill for Vermont. So okay. slowly but surely <clears throat> hoping to get more and more involved in activism, but also just like destigmatization in general. Yes. Uh, so I think by the time this comes out, we'll know <laughs> one way or another, but a few of us on the team as well as one of our clients we applied to have a panel at South by Southwest conference <laughs> next year. Oh, yeah. I think you and I were talking about that. Yeah. So it's all about sex worker marketing, and it's on a mainstream stage. And that is amazing. It's really time that we start, for, you know, pun intended, penetrating other industries. <laughs> Uh, getting other industries on board and educated and informed about what we do and how this can benefit them in a lot of ways. So uh, I think just the destigmatization is, is a, is a big one for me. But beyond that, I do really feel very, very passionate about providing equal access and yes, and just you know spreading the gospel. So that's that- right. Of how amazing we are in this industry. Thank you. Uh, I actually, this is an amazing story. If we have time, oh yeah. I I was just in LA this past weekend. 
going to Casey Warner's Sunday Fair events, which is a community gathering the very last Sunday of every month. And it is open to sex workers of all kind, allies, supporters, anyone who wants to be involved. And I went there and it just so happened that I reconnected with a kid I have known since I was eight years old. Wow. Spoken to in 25 years. (laughs) And he's going through a bad breakup, like abusive relationship. He's lost. He's miserable. And he came to fair with me. Aww. He he was glowing by the end and is about to book his first dog session. I mean. Wow. He was like, it was so... heartwarming and supportive and warm and embracing mm-hmm. and non-judgmental. And he's like, and I got to learn. He was able to sit there and ask the questions yes. that he's always wanted to ask, but, but had no idea that like, it's okay to ask them. Right. Or who to ask or where do I get this information? Exactly. So I think like one by one, one little childhood friend at a time, we will change the world and people will understand that it's just, it's work, it's a job, and uh, we're actually pretty cool. Yeah. I can't wait to go to my 40th class reunion here in a couple of years. <laughs> I was going to go to my 25 year earlier this year. I was like in contention to be a keynote speaker and it was like, you know, prep New England boarding school. <laughs> They were like, I love it. So we decided not to. I was like, well, there's a surprise. Oh my gosh. But but yeah, I mean, it's just like, that's why I think so many of us are so Mm -hmm. eager to be vocal and to get involved in advocacy is because like, we're sick of being mislabeled. We're sick of being misunderstood (laughs) And honestly, like he thought he was going to a porn party and uh, basically it was like a yoga class and sound bath and like painting (laughs) birdhouses. Like, I mean, it literally was the most wholesome. So I I just want to shout out to everyone involved Mm -hmm. in that whole weekend. It was just, it was very wonderful. That is cool. Sounds fun. Carly, tell me about a time that something didn't go as planned something that you did and what did you learn from it? I always love to throw that question out. <laughs> well, I know exactly. I mean, I, I had a client a few years ago, a website client where there were a lot of red flags, but I was just sort of like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like things are fine. And there was a disagreement and she decided to go off the rails. She doxed me. She, I mean, it was, she extorted me, stalked me, like threatened bodily harm, all of this. It was like, holy cow. It went way into legal territory, which is why I don't talk about it specifically Mm -hmm. very much. But being doxxed, I was not face out at the time. And I decided, I was like, okay, well, there are two ways to go with this. I can close up shop. Right just call it a day and, uh, you know, just curl up and uh, say, I give up or I can run with it. 
And I decided to run with it. And uh, I went face out and now I have opportunities that I never, ever would have imagined. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could not have dreamed of the opportunities that have arisen because of that one decision that unfortunately was not a way that I wanted. But I was joking, like, I should send that woman a fruit basket. Like, thank you. Oh, man, that sounds like a nightmare. Oh, I can't even imagine. And I mean, it gets really dark and, uh, you know, a lot of canceling going on. And a lot of lies and rumors. And and it was the second time I had been through sort of a cancel campaign in, the, uh-huh. in this role as Carly. And it's very traumatic. Like, yeah, what I'm I can imagine. Abuse, it, it leaves marks and it does damage. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I will bet I still will sit there and overanalyze a tweet because I just am waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Mm. there aren't like, I really wish that more people talked about it in a constructive, like, how can we fix this kind of way? Because it's rampant in the industry. It's rampant in society. The cancel culture, you mean? The cancel culture, the bullying, and no one comes back and says, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Right. Right. But then it gets to a point where you're like, I just sort of have to, you know, I don't read the the negative press anymore. I don't right. follow it. I mean, yeah. in that situation, I had to document everything. So Ugh. that was fun. And you can't say anything. So yeah. that, that was a challenge. Did not go as planned. But you know what? The outcome did not go as planned either. And it was a good thing. That is, I'm glad that you were able to turn it into something positive. Yeah. You know, just that ability to kind of spin it, you know, is amazing. It's, and it's hard to work on that. I've worked on that this year is, you know, when shit happens, it's like, okay, but what's one good thing (laughs) that might've happened? Well, it pushed me to do A, B, and C, you know, that I was putting off or. Things always happen for the best. In my opinion, yeah, just it may suck really bad in the meantime. Yeah, but in the, or for a long time, <laughs> or for a long time. But I mean, I think I had a post one time that went semi-viral, and it was like, "Sex workers are the best because when life hands us lemons, we say, how can I monetize this lemonade?'" That's the mentality you have to have in life. Like, I gotta figure it out. You know, it's the only thing that is a failure is not getting thrown down. It's not getting right. Right, right, right. (laughs) So that is funny that you say that because my partner and I have been in the swing lifestyle for about 15 years. But when we started, you know, we got into this business, fell into it or whatever, and started making content, then I was like, um, yeah, no, if we're going to play, you're going to sign paperwork. We're going to film it because I'm going to sell this video. Exactly. It's like someone. Oh, and you're going to get tested too. From here on out, we're not playing with anybody who's not fully tested. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's sort of like real life dating. Oh, that's screwed now. Like yeah. my expectations 
and boundaries and like threshold. I mean, that also comes with age. Let's be honest. Yes. You cross yeah. 40 and you're like, mm, no, gone, done. Yes. So, yes. But yeah, I agree. It, it changes your mindset. And you're like, I mean, we had a client who was like, she was a dom and she said, I don't like going to the bathroom because it's money down the train every time. <laughs> that's a good point of looking at it i mean think about it sort of like everything we do we need to maximize so if you're going to maximize it you might as well monetize it that's right that's right i know it's i could go on and on forever about that but i won't about monetizing everything (laughs) it's either monetizing it in money or monetizing it in good karma yes yes for sure So if you could go back, Carly, and tell your 20-year-old self, 18, 21, something, you know, what would you tell yourself now that you are who you are now and your experiences? Is there anything you would have done differently? Oh, Um, uh, I think having perspective now makes Mm -hmm. things a lot clearer and a lot mm-hmm. more humbling. Like overall, like when you're 20 years old, you know everything. And now that I'm 43, I'm like, I <laughs> that is okay. I think just the humility element is it's okay not to know. But beyond that, the perspective is like, mm-hmm. I, di- I wish I didn't stress about things and try to control things the way I used to. I agree. Like, it, it, you know, is it cancer? No. Then you're probably okay. Right. Like, right. You know, and I mean, and when it is cancer, you're like, okay, I'm prepared. I can handle this. I will figure it out as I go. Right, right. You know, I mean, right. my old, my late mentor, Duo's partner, had breast cancer. And mm-hmm. she worked the entire, she was full service, worked mm-hmm. the entire time she was going through chemo and radiation. Never told anyone. And wow. Like, that is strength. And that, <laughs> when I see people yelling at each other about red bottoms or rates, I'm like, come on, come on. Let's, right. let's focus on the important things. Right, right. Oh, I could go on a soapbox about infighting and like industry fracturing and all that. Right. Let's just come together against the common enemy. We can go back to fighting about couches later. Like, (laughs) it's true. I agree with you. I wish I wouldn't have spent so much time stressing out about things when I was younger. Yeah. When it's sort of like worry about things when it's time to worry about them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, inherited that from my mother. She was a chronic worrier. <laughs> well, and I do think it is generational to some degree too. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of generational trauma that but also I'm the generation, I'm the weird gap between Gen X and millennials. Mm-hmm. It's like a gap of like four years where we're gotcha. like the purgatory generation. <laughs> And it's sort of like, we didn't grow up with social media, but it Mm -hmm. came in or like even the internet, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. I sent my college applications in on paper via the (laughs) postal service. 
I mean, whereas like by the time I graduated college, it was standard to be mailing in your, your thesis. Mm -hmm. Social media, like we weren't conditioned or trained for online. Right. Like we didn't go through that as kids. So it's very disconcerting and unsettling to have to navigate it as an adult. But I feel like once you get over the initial trauma, then you're like, Mm -hmm. it's so not important. Like quality of work, keep focusing on what's going on. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I would tell my younger self, like, chill. I like that. That's good. It's just, it's life. It's short. Enjoy all of it. And Mm -hmm. you will be okay. Yep. You'll figure it out. Exactly. My mom used to say, you know, something awful would happen. Awful. And she'd say, you'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. I was very, like, if I had a problem with my kindergarten teacher, I was told to go address it with them directly. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I I was sent to be very, very independent. For Like, I cut my own umbilical cord, basically. Like, (laughs) I just... So I was taught and, and I was trained to be very, very independent, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. a blessing and a curse. Makes for a very good entrepreneur, makes for a very bad personal life. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. Well, as we close out, tell everybody where they can find you if they want your services. Yes. So PS Group colon ps colon group we can be found on our website which is we are a-r-e we are psgroup.com mm-hmm. on twitter and instagram and youtube we are also we are ps group okay awesome and well i would encourage anybody watching email they can just shoot mm-hmm. a note at hello at we are psgroup.com cool you are very responsive i know because i've re I think I originally reached out to you on Twitter and it was like, boom, I got an it answer gets, right away. It gets hairy sometimes. I apologize <laughs> to all of you reading who have not heard back. It's either like two seconds or two weeks. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, we're just one person. We try to do our best and that's all we can do as individuals. So well, I think you're amazing. And I would encourage anyone to reach out to you for their needs. I had a great experience and I really appreciate that. It was a pleasure being here today. And I'm so glad you're doing this podcast. You're a fabulous host. Oh, thank you. And thanks for being on. I loved hearing your story because that's not anything we ever talked about. So yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll have a virtual happy hour at the shows or something. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you again. And keep doing all this great work. Thank you. Thank you so much.